Welcome to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland, best-selling author and life coach. Join me each week to learn more about the strategies, tools, and mindset needed to arise from the overwhelm and create a joyful life you love. To learn how you can work with me further or to get your free copy of my book, The Water Walker, check out juliannekirkland.com. Also, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode because the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julian Kirkland, and I'm so happy you keep joining me here week after week. I would so appreciate a five-star rate and review to help this podcast reach all those who need to hear it. And remember, you can learn more about how to work with me or even get your free copy of my book, The Water Walker, at juliannekirkland.com. So today, I'm talking about the words we speak and how quickly they can activate our intentions or halt our progress. Okay, so the other morning, I had been going back and forth with a friend of mine trying to figure out when would be the best time for us to do an interview. I was in his mastermind last year and got so much value from it and just experienced a lot of growth. So we wanted to see when he could interview me about it. So we've been going back and forth for several days trying to figure out a good day and a good time that would work with both of our schedules. Well, we finally found a day and a time that would work. And he voice messaged me and he was like, I'm so excited that we can finally and literally be sitting next to each other for this interview. And as I waited for that next voice message to come through, I was so confused. I thought, oh, oh, he's either one of those people who uses the word literally without actually meaning it, which by the way, is one of my biggest pet peeves. Literally use it correctly, please. Just saying. Okay, side note. (laughs) Or I thought he's confused on where I live. Like he thinks that I live down the street from him, not several states over. Anyway, as his messages continued, he said, unless I'm mistaken, we will be together changing lives in Arizona. And I'm so excited about it. And we can do the interview then. And I just sat there in complete shock. (laughs) I had no idea what he was talking about. So I messaged him back saying, well, if I'm supposed to be in Arizona, this is news to me. This is the first time hearing about it. So we went back and forth on several messages and realized he had told me about a promotion I was receiving before it had actually been offered to me. (laughs) Surprise was gone, but it was so exciting anyway. And a couple hours later, it was all made official. And I was just, I was overwhelmed with joy. And he still feels really bad about it. It's like, oh, I put my foot in my mouth. It's all good. It was exciting. It was fun. I was glad that I actually had that warning that a call might be coming to me because <laughs> it was from a number I didn't recognize. And typically I don't pick those up. So I was glad that I knew a call was coming. <laughs> so I answered the phone. Anyway, I tell you that story because of what happened that morning before the the crazy messaging back and forth with him. It's what happened in my quiet time that morning. I had written out my own I Declare statement. Joel Osteen has a book called I Declare. I think it's either 30 or 31 days of I Declare statements. 
Okay. So it's like taking God's promises and putting them into a declaration. And so they're meant to do one every day. Well, I don't actually have the book. I should get it just because that's the right thing to do since I'm talking about it. And I, anyway, but a friend of mine, she went through a period where she was posting every day on her Instagram stories, the, I declare statement of the day. And so as she was doing those, I was just screenshotting them. (laughs) So I just had them. So anyway, yes, I will go buy the book anyway. So that morning I had written my own, I declare statement. This is what I wrote. I said, I declare God is bringing the deepest desires of my heart to pass. I will arise from the pit of my doubts and insecurities to be mounted in a higher realm. I declare God is lifting me higher than ever before. He is supernaturally accelerating my influence to expand my impact and income. I believe my dream to speak to the nations is coming into fruition right now, today. God's plan for me is not far off. It is active and he is working today. I declare peace in my mind. My thoughts will be held captive to him. My breakthrough is coming today. In Jesus' name, this is my declaration. Woo! I get the Holy Spirit goosebumps when I read that all over again. (laughs) You see, I had written out my own I declare statement. And beforehand, I had been, because I have them saved in my pictures, and I had been scrolling and I would like read it to myself. And sometimes I would kind of mutter them under my breath. So I had started writing them this particular morning. I decided to write my own and I got up with my journal and I started walking around my kitchen island, just declaring it as loud as possible. I was proclaiming it and I was loud about it and I used my voice and it felt amazing. And then several hours later, I found out that I was being promoted higher to be a head trainer for Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi in their mastery program. I would literally, and yes, I'm using the word correctly, be in front of hundreds of entrepreneurs from all over the world. And I had just that morning said I would be taken higher, said that my dream to speak to the nations is coming into fruition right now today. I had said that just hours before. The words we speak matter. Speaking out loud is the fastest way to activate your intentions because it's no longer just a thought. It's no longer just written in a journal. It has been declared. You've spoken it, but you've also heard it. So your brain cannot help but go, but try and go after it, right? Now, knowing this is the case, think about the words you've spoken out loud recently. Are they activating your intentions or are they halting your progress? Just a week prior to all this stuff happening, I was on a call with my own coach and I had let a few disappointments remain unchecked. And in doing so, the disappointment I felt turned into discouragement and discouragement allowed to go unchecked leads to depression. Our minds, our thoughts should never be allowed to run free. It's like, it's like letting a toddler run free in the bathroom unsupervised, right? Like nothing good is going to come of that, <laughs> right? Maybe you've had kids, you just know what I'm talking about. Stuff gets flushed out the toilet. It's just a mess. Oh, you know what I mean? It's just, sorry, just reminiscing of, of very bad, <laughs> bad times with the quads in the bathroom. 
it's fine. Anyway, okay, compose myself. I had allowed my thoughts to take me down. And therefore, the words I was speaking over my situation and over my life, they were not coming from a healthy place. They were coming from a place of self-sabotage. And my coach was so quick to see that. And that's why I have a coach. In fact, if you have a coach who doesn't have a coach, that's a red flag, my friend. Okay. Coaches are so important because they are committed to not quitting on you when you want to quit on yourself, seeing the best in you and pulling that out of you and just infiltrating you with encouragement and practical skills and and all these other things that they do. But just giving somebody a fresh breath, right? Like I know, I know logically all the things that I should do, right? I take people through that myself. I take people through that, but I need it too. And even though I logically know I need that reminder, I need somebody that sees the potential in me. I need somebody that sees the best in me and keeps trying to pull it out of me. I need somebody that will call me on my ish. You know what I mean? Because up here in my thoughts, I I can think my way around anything. Like I can think myself to a great place and I can think myself to the pit of the despair, right? And the thing is, in our mind is not where we're going to solve the problem because that's where the problem exists. You have to get it out. And speaking it out to her one, she caught it, but two, I caught it. When I actually said it out loud, I heard myself. And so it was like, oh, I see. <laughs> I see what I've been up to, you know? So anyway, having a coach, I highly recommend it. But here's the amazing thing that happened after my coach called me on my ish. I held my thoughts captive and I began speaking light and truth over myself. And I was able to bounce right back. And good thing I did, because exactly a week and a day later, I was able to do the same thing for one of my clients who called me feeling defeated in her purpose and like no one cared about her message to the world. She even said, you know, Julianne, who am I kidding? I'm just so burnt out. No, you're not. No, you're not. Don't don't say those words. You're not burnt out. You're tired. You've been traveling. You need a break. Now you've taken your break. Now it's time to show up because I know her and she's not a selfish person and she's not about to deny her audience, the people that are are looking to her, depending on her. She's not about to deprive them of the beautiful message she has for them because she's tired. You see, and that's what working with a coach helps you do. It's okay to feel that way. It's okay to go there. It's not okay to stay there, my friend. That's when trouble sets in. That's when depression sets in. You can go there. You can have yourself a little pity party. Just keep it small, right? (laughs) Keep it small. It's like when kids go and they hide after they pooped in their diaper, right? They, they would rather sit in it for a minute than have you change them, <laughs> right? And even as adults, sometimes we just want to sit in our poo. I don't know why. I really don't. I guess it just goes back to being babies. 
I'm not sure. But don't sit in your poo any longer. It's gross. It's stinky. It's not where you're meant to be. Okay, your best life is not going to be lived in a diaper full of poo. All right? So just write that one down. Okay? But being able to speak that same truth and light over her allowed her to have the same bounce back that we all need sometimes. We all go through it. Right. And so I was so grateful that I had just recently gone through it, that I was able to really relate to what she was saying and help bring her right back out of it. Our words are so, so powerful. And I would ask you to think more about what you're thinking about so that your words reflect how God sees you, not how anybody else sees you. And sometimes not even how you see yourself, because often the way we see ourselves is harsher than the way anybody else sees us. And it's certainly harsher than the way God sees us. You know, think about, think about your very best friend and, and when she's talking to you and confiding in you and she's down on herself and the way that you stand up for her, the way that you come writing in with your words of encouragement. You're like, no, don't, don't you dare say that. You are strong. You're courageous. You're beautiful. You're intelligent. You, you are joyful. You are fun to be around. People need you. People want to hear you, right? Like we go to bat for our very best friend with our words. But when was the last time you did that for yourself? When was the last time you looked at yourself in the mirror and spoke truth and light over yourself? in words of encouragement over yourself. It's a very powerful exercise. And it's hard, especially if you've never done it before. It's hard to look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for showing up today. You're a good mother. You're a good wife. Your message matters. People want to hear your message, right? And just go over all the things, over all the things that you doubt about yourself over all the things that that you tell yourself, all those lies that you believe that you're not worthy, that you're not good enough, right? All those crappy lies, call them out. Look at yourself in the mirror and say the opposite. Talk to yourself like your very best friend or write down scriptures and just say those to yourself in the mirror, right? How we speak to ourselves matters. In Genesis, we're told over and over again that God created everything in this world with his word. It says, God said, and then bam, something came into existence. And then again, God said, bam, something else came into existence. And that happened over and over and over again. The very first attribute we learn about God is that he is creative in Genesis 1.1, in the beginning, God created. The very first thing we learn about our God is that he's creative. And God created using his word. He spoke life into existence. He is the first and ultimate creator. And we are made in his image. Therefore, I believe we are made to create. Now, We do not have the power to speak and bring new things into existence, right? Like we can't, I said, let there be a mountain 
and a mountain pops up before me, right? Like we don't have that power to bring new things into existence, but I do believe we have the power to bring forth by speaking, to bring forth all the promises God has declared over our lives because they already exist. The things that already exist, we do have the power to speak those into existence in our own life, right? God is creative. We are made in his image. We are made to create. And I believe every single day we should be creating the best version of ourselves. We should be speaking the best version of ourselves into our life every single day. We have that power. We can bring that forth into existence. Proverbs 18.21 tells us that death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it and indulge it will eat its fruit and bear the consequences of their words. The words we speak have power. You can literally, and yes, I mean literally, speak life into your dreams, my friend. The life God created for you is waiting for your declaration. And by not doing so, or by speaking negatively about it or destructive words over your future, you are calling forth that certain death of your dreams. Don't allow yourself to say, well, that's just not for me, or I could never do that. No, 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 my friend. That kind of speech will bring forth consequences that you do not want to experience. Faith is not some wishing and hoping, like light and airy thing. No, faith is action. Faith is movement. Faith is obedience. Read Hebrews 11, Hebrews chapter 11. It is a crash course on what faith is and what faith can do, right? It's called the Great Hall of Faith. In Hebrews 11.6, we are told that without faith, it is impossible to please God. So here it is, my friends, and I'm speaking to myself too. You want to live according to God's call in your life? You know the deepest parts of you, into the deepest parts of you, that God has a purpose on your life, and that purpose is for good. Even though you've had experiences that would lead you to believe otherwise, you still know. Like on that deep, 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 like cellular level, you know that God is for you. You have not given up on God's promises for your life. I mean, you're here. You're listening to the Next Level Faith podcast. You haven't given up. You're here for it. You want so badly to experience the abundant joyful life that you know God desires for you. And you might be in a hard place right now. And and maybe nothing you've gone through up to this point is helping to convince you that this kind of life is even possible. Oh, I feel you. I really do. I have been there. You are not alone. But I want to remind you of a guy named Noah who was commissioned to build an ark to escape a flood. Noah, who had never seen a raindrop. But as Hebrews 11.7 says, by faith, 
with confidence in God and his word. Noah, being warned about God, being warned by God about events not yet seen, in reverence, prepared an ark for the salvation of his family. By this act of obedience, he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness which comes by faith. And that promise is for you too, my friend. You're not too far gone that God can't pull you right back. You do have time. Your life does matter. And by seeking to live as the best version of yourself and declaring it is so, you are living out your faith. And just as God uses his word to create action, so can you. Never forget, the best version of yourself begins on your next level of faith. That's all for today, my friends. I hope you enjoyed this time. As always, I would love to hear from you. Shoot me a private message over on Instagram at the Julianne Kirkland, or come join the conversation in my free Facebook group, Inspired Life. Your five-star rates and reviews help the show reach more people, and I am so grateful for that. Remember, and I'm going to say it again, the best version of you begins on your next level of faith.